3: everyone and welcome to the cricket podcast where we've had another thrilling day of amazing action in the tournament uh in the morning australia blitzed bangladesh uh they destroyed them uh it was it was it was a travesty uh, bangladesh came into the tournament as a dark horse in some people's book and they leave towards the glue factory um I, I think. Uh, then then this afternoon we saw West Indies uh play in a must-win game against Sri Lanka and uh basically completely fall apart and lose. Uh <laughs> should be a good show. I'm Jack Hope. I'm joined by Max Rowe Brown. How are you doing, Max?
2: Oh Jack. Uh yeah, uh I'm, I'm good. That was um uh yeah, didn't get the fireworks we hoped hoped for from the West Indies batsman there, did we? But well, I suppose we we did a little bit, but not not enough of them. No. No. Not enough for a full uh, display. No,
3: it's it's been. It's, it's, if you'd paid your tenner for that as your bonfire night um, activity, you'd be a little bit disappointed. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're joined by Dan Weston. Dan, how are you doing the night before Guy Fawkes Day?
0: Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I do you know. I didn't even. I didn't even think about that. This. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I haven't even thought about fireworks or anything like that at all. Yeah, good shout. Um, not, no, I'm good. Fo- yeah you not
3: a firework man
0: well i know i am but but i think i think i'm more of a uh, sit in the bedroom and look out the window watching them rather than go to an organized display but also because yeah. i've got like a 10 month old puppy as well and it's like his first firework night i want to be around oh right so yeah make sure he well. make sure he's okay yeah so yeah
3: all right well um anyone else likes fireworks let us know in the chat or, you know, send us an email. We don't get many emails these days, do we? Thecricketpod at gmail.com. Email <laughs> go, us Just go old school. You Send a letter Saturday to Jack's night. address. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll tell you what, there weren't many fireworks from Bangladesh's batters today. Uh,
3: no, there might be a few fireworks up people's asses afterwards, so um, <laughs> let's let's um, hear some messages and we'll get into the first game. Max, tell our audience what they should do.
1: Yeah, uh,
2: please like and subscribe to the uh, the video, the live stream, whatever, and uh, and the uh, and the and the channel on YouTube, and also head over to Twitter and Instagram at the Cricket Pod to get involved there on social media. And we are sponsored by Woodstock Cricket, so if you like Shimmer and Hetmeyer are now in need of a new bat, um, head over to their website and use t- code TCP twenty five for twenty five percent off.
3: And uh, happy Diwali! Yes, yeah, happy happy Diwali, everyone. Um, cool, Max. First game. We're gonna do we're gonna do reverse order today because uh, there were more runs in the in the later game, and um, that's that's how we're gonna judge these things. West Indies, they're officially out of the tournament. Why are they officially out of the tournament? Uh, well, they played Sri Lanka today, and uh, Sri Lanka already out the tournament. Yes,
2: we're up against the West Indies, whose hopes were hanging by uh, by the thinnest of threads, but uh, West Indies won the toss. So that was the, the first step out of the way. And they put Sri Lanka into bat. Unfortunately for the West Indies, they don't have any bowlers who can take wickets. So Sri Lanka just smacked them around for 20 overs and scored 189 for three. Uh, we thought Sri Lanka's batting was really bad before the tournament. Uh, we revised that slightly as, as we've seen them play as they've got a few uh, real um, decent looking players out there. And a couple of those that we picked out the other day, uh, Nisanka, who looks reasonable, and Charlotte Asalanka, who looks genuinely really good, both put on a, a bit of a show, and, um, and sh- uh, the captain as well came in at the end for a, a quick biff and um, put on a yeah a very imposing total of 189. But um, you yeah, know this West Indies team is all about runs, batting, and firepower, so we thought if there's anyone who could turn things around and chase it down. Maybe it would be them and, uh, you know, forgetting the early form in the, at the start of the tournament. And they got off to the worst possible start as Chris Gale and Evan Lewis fell in the same Benira Fernando over. And um, only Nicholas Peran and Shimon Hetmeyer actually threatened to score any runs. Actually, only Nicholas Peran and Shimon Hetmeyer got into double figures. Um, but fortunately, they did at least get into big double figures. Uh, Roston Chase... Uh, failing in between the two, Brown scored forty six. Sheeran Hepburn scored eighty one. I think about seventy four of those were with one bat, and then seven with it within with another three bats. That was an interesting little uh, little um, passage of uh, of uh, musical chairs with the with the old willow. But yeah, ultimately they fell comfortably short, and uh, and you know uh, even was it twenty run defeat, and even that was. Uh, Made to look a bit better by Shimon Hetmeyer at the end, um, taking some of the uh, seamers to the cleaners. But no, couldn't handle
3: Hasaranga. Right, fellas. Um, you know, these are two eliminated teams now. So I'm loath to go too deep into this match because it is virtually irrelevant. Um, you know, Hetmeyer batted all right. Asalanka was pretty good. Uh, Hasaranga's good leg spinner we've said all of those things before what might be interesting though is if we do a little bit of pass notes on on these two teams and talk about where they go from here because obviously they're going to be building towards another t20 world cup next year uh there's a few of the players on either side that might get IPL deals uh so that's probably a bit more interesting a topic (laughs) uh than doing a match report on a on a game that uh is a a firework Uh, if if your firework does get wet don't go too near it because it might explode but I don't think either of these teams, the two teams are going to explode. Dan, uh, which which of these two? I'll give you the choice here. Which of these two teams would, would you like to do an autopsy on first?
0: Oh wow. Uh probably the West Indies. <laughs>
3: All right, West Indies, let's go. Because they came into the tournament in the top three, four favourites to to win this thing. Uh England and India, I think, where everyone's one and two. Pakistan and West Indies, three and four for for a lot of people. I'd probably have had a bad thing. I like had Pakistan above West Indies, to be honest. But um, West Indies. I thought they'd get through the group. They've been a bomb site. to um, you know, quickly appraise where they've been a bomb site and, and, and what they might be able to take forward out of this mess.
0: Yeah. So I think that one of the reasons why they've they've kind of struggled is that they've got a lot of legacy picks in their squad. I've talked about these legacy picks a lot. Now they've they got rid of Lendl Simmons after his shambolic 16 or 35 last week or the week before, whenever it was. I mean probably the worst things I've ever seen on on, on in t20 cricket um, and they've also got and he's 36 Chris Gale, 42 Andre Russell 33 Kieran Pollard 34 Bravo 38 Ravi Rampo, uh 37 like this this that's not a team that's going anywhere in the future it makes so, CSK look
2: like a nursery
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think but I think to some extent you can say that there's some mitigating circumstances because Fabian Allen and Obed McCoy were were ruled out with injuries. But it's clear that there's gonna need to be that that reasonably big, big overhaul. And you know <laughs> Even someone like Jason Holder's now thirty as well. So you're thinking, right? Okay, where where are we going to go from here? Who's going to be the captain? Is is there going to be a big change? Because I think Bravo's announced his retirement, uh, but realistically, you're thinking, right? We'll rip the script up and start again. I think. I think. Unfortunately for him, Chris Gale is now really quite struggling, and Curtly Ambrose probably did get it right when when he uh, sort of mentioned that he was on the wane before the World Cup, but the universe boss disagreed. But. I think he's got about twenty runs all tournament. So uh, yeah, I think it's uh,
2: thirty-one in four games. Uh, was it? Well, again, yeah. I've, I've it's been, not, it's I've not many. Short.
0: <laughs> I've been ten runs short, but it's still not pretty. Um, uh, and and yeah, they've got they've got some players like Evan Lewis, Nicholas Puran, Shimon Hetmeyer, uh, Akil Hussain, McCoy, Fabian Allen. So they've got the kind of some players who can can kind of take them forward. They've also got a few players, younger players as well. Ken R. Lewis had a good good uh, CPL. There's 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 a couple of others who show some some form of potential. Ocean Thomas has been talked about for a while, but hasn't really delivered. But on on the on the whole, like they just gonna have to rip the script up and start again. If they've got this team or close to this team in the next World Cup in a year's time, then they're going to struggle just the same.
3: Yeah, I think you're you're probably right there. Um, I, I reckon there's one more go around. At least well, there's definitely one more go around for Andre Russell. Uh, oh, Russell, enough- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think Pollard can probably would should be in the team for the next T20 World Cup. Um Hetmeyer is obviously one of the younger ones. Puran, I think they're about. Evan Lewis yep. is about Jason Holder, probably deserving of a place. Akiel yep. Hussein had a decent tournament, and um, Hayden Wolf Jr., oh you know, acceptable too. So it's not a complete bombs I don't know I don't know if we have to completely destroy the whole the whole no, game plan. Yeah. yeah but there are I think I think we definitely saw that for Ravi Rample for Chris Gale uh, for Simmons this was one tournament too far um, I, 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 there's not really any other way to put it they they didn't do themselves just they didn't do the the quality of play that they are um, justice I mean each well, they, one they, of those, that they, that they were. Yeah, that they were. That they were justice. And, and, and I think you're right. I think even looking forward one World Cup to next year, uh, I, I don't think you can justify the selection of any of those players. Bravo, obviously, gone uh, already. Um, but that's, that's going to be quite tricky for them to manage, isn't it, Max? 40% of your team-ish, um, 40% of the first first 11 you put out in, in this tournament, uh, gone. And all of them reasonably key players.
2: Yeah, it's not a, not an ideal situation to be in, is it? Um, apologies, there, my uh, my camera decided that it just was going to stop working, so I plugged in a different one. <laughs> um, but yeah, there, yeah, it's rebuild time, isn't it? There, it comes. There comes a time in you know, many teams' cycles where they have to. Uh, Get, get some players out and get some new ones in. But the problem that West Indies have done is, have got is that they don't seem to have planned for that eventuality and considered the fact that they've got a bunch of uh, old gits in their side and they've got to do it all in one go. So there's, they're going to be in an interesting position for, um, for the next uh, two or three years, I should, I should think, unless uh, a couple of the younger blokes really hit the ground running. And, um, uh, and yeah, I, I, th- I think it's going to be a long rebuilding process.
3: There's a lot riding on Hetmyer and Puran, isn't yeah, uh, and to maybe a slightly smaller extent, Evan Lewis. Uh, yeah, bowling wise as well. I just don't think they're a big bowling team, and I'm not. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch enough CPL to be mm. like they've obviously missed out on well, this guy or that guy. they
2: but... I mean, for this World Cup, they've they've picked the wrong side. I mean, they've got Ravi Rampal as a power play bowler. Like he's, he's not going to take really he's not going to take wickets in the power play with like fast in swinging bowling like someone like Trent Bolt or you know even Ruben Trumpleman for god's sake like yeah we're, we're talking we're talking Namibia here we've got a, a more a more potent opening bowler than than the West Indies and they've got yeah they've you know they've rolled out a bunch of guys who who bowl like low 70 uh, low well highest 70 low 80 mile an hour bowling and, and Andre Russell is the fastest of the lot they've basically
3: you know. taken the England Test bowling lineup that's going to go to Australia, to the UAE for a T20 World Cup. Yeah, yeah right pretty much. Over yeah. Pace. but, but
2: aged them another ten years. <laughs> yeah. Apart from Jimmy Anderson, who fits fits nicely in there.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, it's um, it's it's a it's sad, isn't it, to see a champion dethroned and 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 like obviously be past it. Uh, we thought after the England game that they had the right tactics and they went for it and it and it maybe didn't pay off. Looking at it now a few matches later it does just look like some people have passed their sell by date Dan is there anything else that you know West Indies on a positive side can maybe take from this tournament
0: Um, not really I don't think their boundary percentage wasn't even that great in this tournament either which is it's kind of like their trademark Um, their their non-boundary strike rate it was was predictably pretty mediocre Uh, they they uh, again kind of had you know, over 50 dots today, which which is not a massive problem if you don't if you if you're hitting a ton of boundaries. But traditionally in this tournament, actually they really haven't. Now the other thing is, well, I think we talk about their innings today, and we look at Shimon Hetmeyer 81 off 54. Now that looks great. However, there was 77 for four after 11, just over 11 overs when Peran got out. So 67 balls and 77. They gave themselves too much to do. They, they, These players, I think, I don't know it sounds really stupid, and I'm sure I'm going to get abused for it in the chat, but I'll say it anyway. They've, <laughs> been, they've been IPL'd. And what I mean by that is, like, everyone in the IPL thinks it's like, a great thing to take it deep and deep and deep, and it's, it's all really, I think, kind of... There was a game at Sharjah in the last IPL, not the one that's just gone, but the one that was in fully in UAE, mm-hmm. and, like, Rajasthan, it was the game when um, Tawatia got, like, a load at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah up like badly to start with and, and I think Rajasthan got like 70 off the last four overs or something and ended up winning at Sharjah when Sharjah was playing well and and like everyone's like oh what a great idea we'll do exactly the same thing and it's like never works ever again but they still seem to think it's a really great idea and they did the same thing today indies they never really gave themselves a chance to win the match they just took it far too deep before they really started like putting a foot in the accelerator. Well, they didn't give
2: themselves much of a chance to win it with the ball either, I suppose. Well, That's point. the other fair side of the thing. Uh, they, had a lot, they had a lot to do. And um, but,
0: but, but the two early wickets Jew, didn't help either. The infamous Jew is now, uh, is now taking, uh, well, less of an influence, if you like, in terms of, I, I, I think, by the end of last week, everyone was like, it's impossible to win batting first in the evening match. It's impossible. It never happens. So now... Four matches in a row won by the team back first in the night. It's
3: night. actually too easy. We need more due. That's
1: yeah, what we <laughs> need. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing isn't it, how these teams actually we need, we need to show a bit I think of we intent. Need, we, we need
2: sprinklers on the outfield at half time. That's what we need.
0: Yeah. 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 I, think, I think Knuckle tweeted earlier and said, uh, so, so, Yeah, it's amazing when the team, team's back first shows some intent and then run enough, they actually win. And, and look what's happened. It's so true.
3: Yeah, well, what Sri Lanka did well, and I think, let's just flip over to Sri Lanka. You know, West Indies, like, Yeah, they have to write this one off. They have to write off a bunch of their players, and they have to hope that really Hemar and Puran develop quite a lot because they're good players. Well, they look like they could be good players, but I don't know if the, the production's fully up to speed yet. Uh, and they probably need to find like four bowlers in, in 12 months, which, <laughs> which could be tricky. Uh, yeah. Let's look at Sri Lanka because I think the prognosis for them you know, entering this tournament through the the group stage. Uh, People saying, Ross saying that they're not going to make it out of the groups. They're going to finish bottom of the groups. Ross saying that they were the worst cricket team he's ever seen in his entire life. And (laughs) now here they are, beating the West Indies, beating the old champs. Uh, They've been in a good game with England. Uh, They probably could have beaten or should have beaten South Africa. Should have beaten
2: South Africa, yeah. Yeah,
3: they are. and, And they'll maybe be a little bit disappointed, Max, not to be... In the knockouts, um, potentially, yeah. I think just
2: with that, it's the South Africa game, isn't it? Which is the the defining moment for them. I think the England game was uh, tighter than it looked, and, and they gave it a good go, but probably wouldn't have been expecting to win that one anyway. And um, and the Sri and the, the South Africa. One, if they have any regrets, it'll be that South Africa game. But ultimately, I think they should be really happy with uh with how it's um how it's gone and how they've played, considering the sort of position and the performances they were putting in earlier earlier this year. We would all written them off. We thought they were absolutely dreadful, but um they've got some really good building blocks now to kick on and actually put together a, a decent size, you know. There's the guys we mentioned, there's Asalanka, um and Nisanka, and then obviously. Hasaranga is just, you know, he's gold dust, isn't he? He's, he's an absolute Absolutely. star. And now, you know, he's the number one ranked uh, T20 international Like We all know how important ship. that is. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> That's the main thing that you need to be aiming for. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I think that they have about 70, 80% of a good team. Um, I, I still think they need another fast bowler. I, yeah. I don't think, you know, Kamara's fast and he's angry. Uh, but he's also dreadful. Um, <laughs> and I, th- I think they probably need to find one more batter that's yeah. quite good. Well, I don't um, think Kimara, they, they dropped Kimara today, didn't they, and brought in Benura Fernando. And
2: he took those two wickets at the start. So, uh, you know, perhaps that's a, a route to go down. But yeah, I think uh, the fast bowling is the, uh, the key area that they need to sort out. And then maybe one extra batsman.
3: Spins locked down, though. Spins looking good. Mm. And is there anyone that's you've
2: really
0: been good.
3: particularly impressed with from a Sri Lanka point of view?
0: Yeah, well, funnily enough, I've been running on numbers on a few of these guys because I'm doing some prep for T10 because i fly I fly out next week to, for, to, for the T10. Uh, I think Sean is in one of the other team squads, so I've been impressed with him. Obviously, Hacer I was actually running his numbers about half an hour before this pod whilst I was watching the, the, the chase. Um, yeah. I think he's, I think he, him and he, I like said earlier, I think one of the other pods we've done in this World Cup is Rashid Khan one, Hasaranga two, and then a lot of players with not much between them, three to ten, kind of thing, in terms of leg spinners. And, and, and Hasaranga, yeah, no doubt is a class act. Um, now, um, Asalanka is, say, someone who has probably caught my eye quite a lot because his not, underlying numbers really coming into this tournament weren't great. So that's been a real surprise to see, to see him kick on. And, and it'll be interesting to see, I think how much overseas T20 franchises throw the recency bias card at Asalanka. Because (laughs) uh, I can see him getting picked up somewhere pretty soon, but I'm not convinced that that he's the best option, if that makes sense. Probably a better option than McChand though, who got signed by (laughs) Melbourne Renegades today, which was probably one of the weirdest signings I've ever ever, seen for a long time.
3: I'm just Uh, looking at Asalanka. Um, He's only scored 900 runs in... Domestic T20 cricket, so there's like yep. no sample size to speak of no. for, for him. Well, he right. had done.
0: He hasn't really hit, hadn't hit, hit a high boundary percentage really in in domestic cricket, and you know, which is somewhat diluted in in Sri Lanka. So, I, I like Rajapaksa as well. Um, yeah, uh, he was someone I mentioned. I think, in the summer when Sri Lanka were were as as Ross said, a, re- a really bad international team. Um, someone who I thought should have been in their team. Uh, and I think he he missed out then because of some form of fitness issues, uh, or the infamous fitness tests that seem players seem to fail on a, a regular basis, uh, when no one actually knows what you actually need to do to pass. I'd love, I'd fun.
2: love to, I'd love to take any fitness test that Chris Gale's pass.
0: <laughs>
3: well, yeah.
0: Well, apparently,
3: apparently for Chris Gale, they gave him a specialised fitness test which took into account that he's forty-one years old and quite unfit. Yeah. So he he had a lower which. Completely undermines the point of having a fitness test, doesn't yes, it? Yes. You're, like, does, well, you're unfit, so you only have to do 10 <laughs> press ups But, <laughs> but Andre you know, Russell, you've got to run a marathon. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, there are still in the Schlager side some weird people. I mean, Ivishka Fernando, I don't think I'll ever um I'll ever, I'll never get to the bottom of why he's playing international cricket, but he is. Uh, and I, I think I think there's a little bit similar to Bangladesh There's probably that they have a little bit of a problem, Sri Lanka, in that at a domestic level, there's no serious competition uh, and the quality is quite low. So you yeah. never really know whether someone's actually good or not until you give them a game <laughs> in international <laughs> cricket. Stick them in the team. And then it takes a long time to give them, uh, you know, to get a sample size unless they are amazing immediately. Um, it's, it's quite difficult. You know, I mean, like how many good players have a string of bad games? Uh, like get, get ducks three or four matches in a row, uh, it, it happens. Yeah, um, and if you come into the Sri Lanka side, that happens, and you're Don Bradman, then you go back into Sri Lanka des- domestic cricket for God knows how flipping long until until they come calling again. So they're they yeah you know, they've got some internal structural issues, yeah, but they, they have be... found they have found a core of a side here. I think yeah,
2: I think they'll be banking on some recency bias to get that core into some uh, overseas.
3: Uh, franchise tournaments. Well, they could probably do with it, to be honest. They could probably yeah. do with it. Uh, yeah, and I'd I, i, I I'd be excited to see some of these players. I mean, it, I hope somebody does give Asalanka a go at, at one of the IPL franchises. Not necessarily because I've got any vested interest in, in, in it, but he's been entertaining in this, and I'd like to see more of him. I'd like to know, is he actually good? Um, or or wherever, you know, PSL. There's, there's worth, enough it's franchise It's, to it's like worth 20 lakh, it. Let's face it. Well, if he's a number three, yeah, who is left-handed, quite a dynamic hitter, of it looks like most types of bowling. I mean, he, he took down Maxwell, didn't he? So he, he, it doesn't look like you can necessarily just pin him with a matchup. And he's able to, as he has in this tournament, quite quite regularly strike at 145, 150 uh, and go hard quite early. Then he's like the next generation of top order hitter or top order player, isn't he? That's, that's what you want. It's mm. a... It's a it's a guy who can it's, do that. But we just remember that,
0: though, yeah. Just remember though, we live in a world where Alex Hales and Josh Inglis went unsold. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, so he's got players to overcome. And we're going to talk about Josh Inglis later on because I've got my B in the B is in my bonnet big time.
3: <laughs> I, I think we can probably say goodbye to these teams.
0: Is this, is this the fifth match for both of them? Or no, West, West, West Indies? West Indies have got to play Australia. Just just one more thing, guys, before. Yeah. You, I've been so interested to see where West Indies go with their their squad construction. A couple of players that I have caught my eye in CPL and, and actually are playing in T10 as well. So we'll, we'll kind of be on the radar on TV in the, in the not too distant future. Um, Romario Shepard and Dominic Drakes, who is, I think he's the son of Vasper Drakes, who, who played for oh. West Indies before. And um, both of them are pace bowlers uh, and can hit. Uh, in Quite devastating fashion, so so the, the these guys, you know, you're looking at now replacing Bravo, replacing Rampold probably will be at the sort of front of the queue to to replace them, and, and might be a couple of interesting names for the listeners to to keep an eye on. Well, are they again, Romario Shepherd and, and Dominic Drake's
3: Dominic Drake's. Well, we'll we'll look out for them because. Uh, because opportunities are coming. If you're a West Indies, if you're then if you're the next cabler off the rank in the West Indies, you're, you're coming off the rank in yeah. in the near future. They're off to Pakistan pretty soon. Uh, just interestingly, the final thing I just remember this: uh, Sri Lanka they have to go through the group stage at the next World Cup again because they decided. They played Oman in two matches before the World Cup and decided they didn't want them to be official internationals. Had they made them official internationals and won, they would have gone up the ITC rankings far enough to automatically be in the Super 12s. So, <laughs> uh, shot yourselves in
0: the foot there, lads. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> that, that structural disorganisation in Sri Lankan cricket has come to the fore again, right?
3: Well, it is. It's like an unnecessary three matches they have to play now and a potential banana skim. Um, I mean probably they'll just end up in a group with Amman and batter them. But uh if they if they took those matches seriously against those associate that, that, that the that the Oman, the associate nation, then they would have saved themselves some trouble, and it it would have felt like a much bigger step for them. I think to be like, yeah. well, we last tournament we were in the group stage. This time and straight into the Super 12s. Last tournament we were really close in two matches, or you know, what, a couple, maybe maybe all three matches, to to pulling off a surprise semi final berth. Uh, and and now we can just target that straight from the off. They'll have to plan a whole tournament against some associate nations and beating Ireland and Netherlands and whatever once more uh and drag out the the length of time that they're they're, they're in that zone for uh, which probably isn't ideal but uh yeah anyway let's move on to this morning's game we'll only do five ten minutes on this it was australia v bangladesh uh it was an absolute steamrolling max can you summarize this in less time than the game took please
2: uh i reckon i can do that yeah uh but it'll be tight um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Australia versus Bangladesh. Bangladesh's last outing was against Africa, where they struggled to deal with the pace of Kahisa Rabada and R- Rick Nokia. Today, they went one better. They struggled to deal with the pace of Hazelwood, Cummings and Stark, and they also struggled with the spin of Zampa and were bowled out for less than 84. This time, they fell for 73 and Australia nearly did it in the power play but unfortunately Finch fell in the sixth over and uh, and it took them an extra two balls they are so bad Bangladesh shocking that's where, that's absolutely where my shocking um, um, but I mean it, it comes yeah. down to one thing doesn't it with Bangladesh they play t20 cricket on dirt tracks they, we they invite about this. people over to yeah they invite people over to Bangladesh they don't bother sending a proper team but that they'll have a play against in a normal tournament because there's no point in sending any seamers or anyone who would bat normally and they roll you over in Bangladesh and it's a waste of everyone's time and then you go
3: and play a proper game of cricket and you're crap. That's well, what me, and Dad, me and Dad actually talked about this at some length on a, on a podcast last week uh, after Bangladesh were either officially eliminated or were definitely going to be knocked out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that that is one of the problems. If you, if you, if you play in that environment, you don't ever play a quality opposition because people won't send a quality opposition. Um, You don't ever learn who a good hitter is because one ten is a good score. (laughs) And and all you need, what you need are nerdlers and people who are able to survive tough conditions in test matches. Uh, And also you have, and it's, it's a similar, it's a similar problem. Um, you know, the, the the a similar problem to what Sri Lanka has you've got a domestic circuit where you you don't really know if anyone's good because they're always playing on bad pitches. So you can't you can never assess who a good hitter is or who a good fast bowler is. And in fact, you you don't really incentivize the progression of those players. Uh, and I think we were talking, Dan, weren't we, that if you look at how India went from having no seamers to having the best team attack in the world by changing the conditions in, in the Ranji trophy and, and 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 I'm talking about test cricket here. You you are able to influence the, the development of players in that way. And yeah, Bangladesh mm. make some proper pitches. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they've, got, they've
2: got a guy like Taskin Ahmed who's basically uh, wasted, but he's you know, he's genuinely quick. He could be a good player, but I don't know, they even play him in the first couple of matches. I think they yeah, didn't even realize they had him. I think uh, I think he played played the whole lot because he can bowl at 90 miles an hour. But it's just um, like, yeah, you know, yeah.
0: They no, he didn't play a couple of games because Cypher didn't play him before and then he got injured. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is the problem
3: though. If you don't <laughs> like when you best play hard <laughs> and you pick five left-arm finger spinners, because that is the type of bowler that works when the ball bounces ankle height and rags all over the place then you'll never know, will you? you mm. There's no incentive to pick that player. And if domestic cricket is the same as that, then that player isn't going to come through and develop in domestic cricket either because all of the domestic teams will just pick players like that. Uh, anyway, um, this game was quite painful to watch. And it, it, it's a future suggestion for the ICC. Don't play the T20 World Cup after an IPL because it looks so bad in comparison when <laughs> matches like this happen. Like these players have got no business playing international T20 cricket. They shouldn't be... They, some other people should be here. They're, they're, they're dreadful. Surely, surely there are 11 other people in Bangladesh or, you know, at least eight other people in Bangladesh that are better at T20 cricket than this. It's embarrassing.
0: I don't know if you saw Ben Jones's tweet earlier and he said... Bangladesh are currently rank, ranked the sixth best team in the ICC rankings. On this show, I'm not even sure if they're the sixth best team in Bangladesh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's probably probably not far from well, the truth, to be honest. You know what? Someone, someone, someone asked me today to have a look at some stats of Bangladesh in this World Cup. Right? Super's twelve stages of the World Cup. They have a strike rate of ninety eight point five seven, which is only worse than Namibia. They have a hit. 10.36% boundaries again only Namibia are worse <laughs> and just 14.74 balls per wicket with the bat only Scotland and the West Indies are worse with the ball with the ball worst economy rate of all Super 12 teams they conceded almost 16% boundaries which is the worst in the tournament as well so something to work on guys
2: lots to work they're, on they're on the plus awful. side uh, only ways up right
0: uh yeah you could could say that if i don't like cricket club uh (laughs) we're in the world cup and you could say the only way is up but i don't
2: don't know about that i'm not sure we've got quite the player pool
0: i mean you've got woodstock bats which helps but yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's true without no structure you're not getting anywhere so (laughs) yeah something change
2: We've got quite a good uh, sort of like Um, um, feeder team selection structure. Actually, I don't like cricket clubs, so I think we've uh, give it a good go. Yeah, ask ask people if they know people who like cricket.
3: (laughs) It works (laughs) a treat. (laughs) Uh, Dan, you want to talk about Australia? I imagine Uh, they, uh, by winning out today in in such style, um, they are in the driving seat to make semi-finals. But they're still not great, are they?
0: I mean, I'm so angry that Josh English isn't being picked by them. I mean, I've I've ranted and I've ranted and ranted, and I'm sure listeners are bored of it, so I'm not going to bother anymore. But it, I think it's actually not going to play a single match in this World Cup. And It is like a, an Don't absolute, change a winning team. It's a travesty. But the problem is, you're chasing 74 against Bangladesh. do not matter who you pick. You can pick Smithy, you can pick Mitchell Marsh, and 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 whoever you want. It doesn't matter who you pick, but... Mitch Marsh actually, is the one that kills me there. Like, yeah, why? yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent. Why? Why? Yeah. And you know what? though? I can't wait for them to play against a team who's going to put a 181-190 on the board. Good luck with that. And well, I, they and did. They went very badly. I hope, um, I hope we get like a Puran or a Hetmai special or Evan Lewis special to knock them out. Indies and dump them out. Yeah. Uh, this is I hate this team. So like, not I don't hate the players. I just hate the the picks blows my mind. It
3: really makes me angry. Uh, a couple of people who were quite good, though. Well, one person who was quite good. Adam Zampur, Max. Five for oh, yeah. 19. Yeah. Pfeiffer in international cricket. Matt Wade drops his hat-trick ball. What would you rather have, hat-trick or Pfeiffer? I think a Pfeiffer,
2: actually, because uh, Pfeiffer's almost seem rarer in T20 cricket than hat-tricks at the moment. You see loads of hat-tricks in T20 cricket, like the back of innings, people just skying the ball up in the air. But I suppose... Um, he might have liked this hat trick because I mean, I don't I, I don't know the stat I don't have the uh, uh, resources to work out to, to work it out. But for me, it feels like it might be the uh, if it had been a hat trick, potentially would have been the uh, the longest break between the second and third wicket for a hat trick in the in the history of T Twenty cricket because I think he came off for three or four overs, didn't he? Before he came back on, and everyone had forgotten that it was hat trick ball until Zampa <laughs> reminded Matthew Wade after he dropped it. Oh, that was my hat trick
3: ball, mate. <laughs> Well, yeah, what did Matt Wade say? I tried to catch it.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> at least he knows <laughs> how it
0: works. Josh Indus would have caught it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I just uh, want right. to yeah. make the point as well with that. Adam Zampa was was one of our original recruits in the 100, but he couldn't make it last year. So we replaced him with Imran here, who actually did get a hat-trick and a 5-4 in the same match. Uh, oh, well, there you go. So, and if, if anyone's actually really bothered and interested, and they probably aren't, but I'll say anyway, you go on my Instagram, Dan underscore you, There's actually a picture of me with Emmy after the game, holding up five, five for the five wickets. Uh, so yeah, go and have a look at that if you're interested. Cool.
3: Um, we had a couple of questions in and then we'll wrap up the show. Unless there's anything anyone wants to say about that match that we didn't cover. No, never again, please. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, it was only two hours and 10 minutes long. which That's is true. It wasn't That's the length long. of an IPL innings. <laughs> um, it's true So <laughs> Sushant says uh, how many out of Gail Pollard Bravo and Russell will be retained by their IPL franchises Max that's a good one for you to answer uh,
2: that is a good one uh, Gale no. on. Gail, absolutely not uh, Gail yeah. Pollard Russell and Bravo who's Um, one Bravo um, maybe Russell and yeah maybe Russell I can't see Pollard being retained I think, I think they'll retain does. Pollard
0: you reckon? emotional
3: yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: they're keeping Pollard
0: yeah, this is so, but yeah, Mumbai gonna go hard overhead and retain Rohit and Pollard, and it should not retain either.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair to Mumbai here, their other overseas options are not. It's not like they have a Rashid card yeah, to go I suppose. to. Yeah, they're they're really good players. So quite often, well, they're Boomer and Hardik and yeah. Sky and stuff, like that, aren't they? Yeah, okay. yeah. Like, um,
2: uh, Pollard, you could Pollard, you could just about argue for i think that that might be a bit yeah the others I, well, I probably wouldn't i
3: think he's too old because i think yeah. you'd only get one one maybe two years out of him and they'll probably extend the mega auction like they did last time
2: yeah i mean the the, the yeah, with his age you probably could get him back quite a lot
3: cheaper if you really wanted to as
2: well I, that's why i
0: wouldn't look at yeah
3: yeah um gail no no way absolutely not <laughs> and bravo again 38 <laughs> nah.
0: bit on now
3: uh, did anyone buy him? Will, buy, will they buy him? So one of the—I I don't know. I reckon one of the new franchises will to get people in, interested. Wouldn't stun me if Punjab pick him up again.
2: That's a, that's a very
3: Punjab move, isn't it? To 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 go back round on that. I, I wouldn't though. I, I I wouldn't. I wouldn't go no, near him. I wouldn't go near Bravo. Uh, I think people. If Pollard goes into the auction pool, I think people will pay too much for him. And if if Russell goes into the auction pool, I'd be quite surprised, even even though there are some doubts about fitness and age and stuff. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll keep Morgan. Just saying, he's the captain. Yeah,
0: maybe they're fantastic. fantastic. Well, so thanks <laughs> for the questions,
3: Krishan and um, Bill Rodham. Along a similar line, but using hindsight i suppose do west indies have have players they should have selected above the older generation or at least selection time with the best option was there anyone that they should have taken i don't know instead of Gale or whatever
0: um i, I wouldn't have taken rample for a start uh that's that's one def- you can make you can say oh you know Dwayne bravo that's absolutely fine he he uh you yeah, he's played in the ipl just won the ipl yeah. yeah exactly so you can't quibble about that you can quibble about Rampol. don't get that at all. I would have taken say Romario Shepherd had a great CPL and can hit as well. They were unlucky with Fabian Allen and Obeb McCoy, you know, not you know not being injured or either before or or during a tournament. Um, as far as other batters are concerned, Kenar Lewis had a good CPL, but this is a one season for him, so he's someone who I think probably needs to back it up and do a little bit more. But in theory, if he does back that up, he could be a useful useful top order option but apart from that no not really I, i'm not i'm not a massive buyer of the rest of their guys uh so and brandon king fell off the fell off the boil after i think it was a 2019 he had a good season hasn't really done a great deal since then Rothman powell's got issues playing against spin um no no not really apart from that right should we wrap the show up
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. awesome uh we're the cricket podcast i'm jack that's max dan let people know where they can find you
0: On Twitter at SAAdvantage and on Substack, .substack danwestern.substack.com.
3: You can find us on Twitter at The Cricket Pod. We're sponsored by Woodstock. We're on Patreon. All of this is in the show notes, by the way. Patreon.com forward slash The Cricket Pod. If you would like to support the show directly. Uh, We always need more Patreons uh, to fund Ross's exuberant lifestyle. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Is it tonight? Work. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> spending uh,
0: proceeds of patreon yeah exactly uh he's down um, i think we, someone's
3: going to have to tell lucy what's going on i think he's gone down salt bay's restaurant he's having a 850 pound tomahawk steak wrapped in gold <laughs> <leaf>. <laughs> <laughs> right let's wrap this up we'll be back i think we might be back tomorrow it's an india game we probably should do a podcast um cheerio <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Cricket Podcast.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network. 18 plus.